Welcome to the Fresh Fiction Podcast. My name is Gwen Reyes. And I'm Danielle Jackson-Dresser. This is a podcast where we talk about what we're reading, watching, and listening to. We're having a host check-in to launch our fall episodes, and we also have an interview with delightful debut author, Celestine Martin, and we're going to talk to her about her new book, Witchful Thinking. We also go over our goals from last episode, set new ones, and share what's been bringing us comfort lately. Boo! <laughs> I was wondering if you'd actually do that when I put that in there. <laughs> I had to. I had to. But yes, ghosts are here to stay because it is October. How is it October? I know. Where did September really have some place to be? That's what I kept thinking. Yeah. Like September was really moving its its wheels this year. Right. It is. Yeah. And obviously, I mean, we kind of touched on this a bit, but like we disappeared for a while because we just, we all had, we both had so much going on. It is just that time. It is it that, just time that time. I don't know what it is about fall that makes everything just busy. Mm-hmm. Everything you do is you're you're busy. Even yeah. when you're just trying to hang out, it's still like you're busy. Let's talk about how how's it going? What's our vibe check? What's going oh, on? It's crazy to think having survived September yeah. that uh kind of taking that step back to just be like what we achieved and what we accomplished. Like, so for me, I was all over the place from September 9th yeah. until October 1st, because I'm leaving. Yeah, today's October 1st. I'm leaving on October 2nd to go back to New York. I have been all over. I've gone to New York. I've been to Chicago, by the way. I know Danielle has been a number one supporter of Chicago, but that city is amazing. <laughs> so so now good. you've got two supporters, Texas, Oklahoma, and I'm going back to New York. It's been great because I've had a chance to see friends and family and lots mm-hmm. of really good music and eat really great food. It's also just been a lot. Like when you yeah. kind of step back and then you're like, wow, that is a lot to do in 30 days you know, with the autumnal equinox, right. That's what it is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you know, the days are getting shorter. I just feel like tired all the time. Good in that. Yeah. Like same, like September was just such a busy month and it kind of came out of nowhere almost. Mm -hmm. And I feel like October is going to be equally as busy if not more, which is wild, but you know, but I still, I feel like I've gotten a lot done, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Yeah. And, you know, and I think it's good, you know, like my husband has like kind of started, not as much as he used to travel for work, but he has like an upcoming trip and maybe another one. And, you know, Ivy is like settled into her school routine and yeah. And then like, and things at the bookstore, which we'll talk about in a little bit, things at the bookstore are just super, super, super busy. Um, which is great for the bookstore, obviously, Mm -hmm. but, you know, as an event coordinator, some, you know, I don't work every single event, but I am at a lot of them or I'm doing a lot of things behind the scenes before them to make sure people are ready for them. So yeah, like I said, good. I'm feeling good, but I'm very tired. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's been getting harder and harder to wake up every morning. And that's, you know, you and I are both morning people. Mm -hmm. So it is like, when that 5 a.m. clock hits, I'm like, oh, maybe I'll just yeah. sleep for another 30 minutes. Maybe I'll sleep right. for another hour. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 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 Totally. Oh my gosh. All right. So what's been one good thing you've achieved? Well, I mean, we put this week, but it's been so long. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, what's one good thing you've achieved recently? <laughs> I think honestly, it's surviving September. Like yeah. if I could have a memoir for 2022, it is surviving September. <laughs> um, Cause just between traveling and my birthday happened and work has just been really, really busy and crazy. Like even the queen's funeral affected my job. Like that's oh, wow. how random this month has been. Once this episode goes up in a 
you know, in podcast time in the future, I will have attended the book signing for one of my book club friends, Hannah Ernest and her new book, the end of the day, or it's called end of the day, not the end of the end of the day. And this is just such, so Hannah writes really kind of like, I don't know how I'm trying to think the best way to describe when you open up one of her books, this is her second book. It's like, you're in the middle of it almost like she figures out like a really interesting point to start her books and end of the day. And her first book, which was called all the best nights, they both take place. They're like Hollywood romances. Mm -hmm. The first one deals with like kind of a pop star who is like Taylor Swift esque and like kind of a rocker guy who is like, love it branching out off from the band, like having his own solo career and they get married, but keep it a secret from the world. And it sounds so bonkers, but it makes sense. It works. You just go with it. And then in, but in this book, end of the day, it is about a makeup artist who works with, who's best friends and works with the pop star from the first book and an actor who is he and he's a twin and they both are actors Mm. but for reasons he needs to pretend he's his twin brother who has kind of gone off the grid but he he like needs to land a deal and he needs to kind of save face for like an interesting photo that gets released of his brother and so they have to fake date basically to convince everyone that the brother is fine he's not going off the deep end Mm -hmm. and you know so there's like where is the brother what is he doing and how is this going to affect her career for kind of being this almost other woman like figure? Like, it's very interesting. That sounds so and good. they have, yeah. And they have to like pretend and, you know, she's a makeup artist. So like she, even though they're twins, the, the two actors are twins. Like she sees all those little things that make him look like the brothers look different. So she has to like, they're mm-hmm. very close in each other's faces. Cause she's like putting makeup on him to look like exactly like his brother. Like it's so good. The tension is really great. And it's also kind of a second chance. Like they had mm-hmm. a moment on a movie set many years ago. She sort of thinks he got her fire. He got her fired. Did that really happen? I don't know. It's so good. There's, there's like so much. Oh my God. That sounds amazing. But it's so great. Like there's something interesting on every page. So highly recommend it. But yeah, I'm going to her book signing slash book club today at Love Sweet Arrow, which will be great. And so by the time this is up, I will have achieved that because I'm going. That's right. She's on her way. She's got her purse on her shoulder, ready to go. It's pretty much. It's right there. It's right next to me. I'm like, I got to get up and go. So obviously we've had so much going on. We thought Mm -hmm. this was a great opportunity to do a host check-in. Gwen, you have told us about your traveling, who you mentioned music, who had, who did you see? So we, so this whole trip, this whole like chaos of September began in 2020 when mm-hmm. um, the pandemic happened. We were supposed to go see Pearl Jam at Madison Square Garden and in Oklahoma City, this is back we were living in Texas. Mm-hmm. So we bought the tickets and then the pandemic happened and the shows were supposed to be like March, like the end of March and the beginning mm-hmm. of April. So they all get pushed to 2022, which is now. Yeah. And we ended up doing, seeing Pearl Jam at Madison Square Garden the weekend of September 11th, came mm-hmm uh back to tech or came back to Seattle and then the week later went to Oklahoma City to see them in Oklahoma City which is so funny like when you're in Texas you're like oh yeah it's an easy four-hour drive (laughs) flying from Seattle to see the most famous Seattle band in (laughs) middle of nowhere Oklahoma City (laughs) 
It's just like, I'm very tickled by that still. So yeah, we we did like our version of following the Grateful Dead, being little jam heads and going to see Pearl Jam in multiple places. So now, as I was telling Cliff, I'm like, once this is my fourth show. So once Mm -hmm. I see them five times, I'll be in the five timers club. I'll get myself a jacket. Yes. I'll be a real official fan. Definitely. Um, But yeah, it was, it was to see, it was to see Pearl Jam and the opening act for Pearl Jam which I only saw the one time, but they're, that band's name is plural one. Cause it's just one guy. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's just cool. a lot of that. Oh, but actually Daniel, this will be yeah. more interesting. So when we saw them in Madison square garden, it was in between Harry Styles, 15 day Madison square garden <laughs> res- residency that he's been Love doing. It. So he was on like the 10th and then mm-hmm. he was playing again on the 12th. And like, so we, we go the night before to just sort of sus- to see how the merch line is going to work and where the doors are and just get our mm-hmm. bearings of how, so we're ready for the next day. And we go, and there's this huge line coming out oh of the gosh. side of Madison square garden and it's like teenager city. And Cliff's like, Oh, they're all waiting for a Pearl Jam merch. And I'm like, nah, those girls are here for Harry Styles. <laughs> and he's like, I don't know. And then we keep walking and then it's like, Oh yeah, this is yeah. all Harry Styles girls. And it's like feathers everywhere. Oh my gosh, yeah. Greats, just all over the place. So it was very fun, like bonding also with the dads the next day and not because we waited in line for like, I don't know, four hours to get merchandise and uh talking to different dads and stuff. They're like, Yeah, my daughter wanted to come see Harry Styles, but wouldn't go see Pearl Jam with me. So I love that. Yeah, he's gonna that be so here. Cute. He's gonna be in Chicago. I think think next week or the end Ooh. of yeah on the seventh I mean I'm not going because those tickets sold and he's here for yeah. five days yeah they sold in like 30 seconds or something insane but Lizzo is coming like right <sighs> after him yes. and so everyone's wondering if they'll be able because you know they're like buddies they are buddies and we'll see like everyone's wondering if like she's going to show up for the last day of his tour or if he'll stay like a day uh-huh. and for her show or something so that would be so cool it was cute yeah. on one of the nights allegedly uh Eddie Eddie Vedder stole Harry Styles's jacket from the from his dressing room and wore it on the set or on stage, oh, that which I so thought was funny. Cute. I was like, I don't know if that's true, but if it is, it's very cute. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, that's so funny. I love that. Oh, yeah. So it's just treat. been a lot of music in September. Um, and then also like, I don't know, I know, you know, cause Chicago is so cool, but just getting to go and see the city and, um, enjoy the river. I love that river walk. It's yeah. Just, bananas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's so good. <laughs> it is. It's a lot of fun. And it's also, well, you were texting me and I told you, I was like, this is like the perfect weekend. The weather was just right. Mm-hmm. Fall in Chicago is pretty like, you know, the four days that we're going to get a fall. Um, <laughs> and they may have happened. No, actually it's, it's another, it's like really great. It's like 70 degrees right now. It's perfect. It's really good. It's like, so, I mean, like we're going to an apple orchard or a pumpkin patch tomorrow. Yay. Like we are taking advantage of this because like the end of next week, it's going to be, be cold. cold. It was so funny. Everybody's like, so enchant. My coworkers were very enchanted. And I kept saying, it's like, it gets legit cold here. You guys like, this yeah. is, this is the weekend that they're selling Chicago to all of us, but mm-hmm. this is not what it is all the time. No, no. And in fact, the farmer's almanac this year said it's supposed to be really cold and a lot of snow. So, but I feel like that's what the farmer's almanac says like every says. year. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just wait for like the news to tell me that, like my local <laughs> news to be like, here's the to confirm it. almanac. What else, Gwen? Tell me more. We did the music. We did the traveling. We got to go to Texas, which was really cool too. Because um, that was Cliff's first 
first time back in Texas since we moved. Wow. And we saw, yeah, which was like wild. Cause I had been, I've been back a couple of times. I went back in January, mm-hmm. seeing my family. And then I went in March to, um, to Austin and my mom came down for just like the evening. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, I hadn't seen Cliff had not seen like our, our friends and family for mm-hmm. since then. And then, um, so we had the chance to like spend time with his best man from our wedding for a couple oh, of days. Really we, sweet. uh, we had uh, spent an afternoon with, uh, the officiant and our, one of our best friends from our wedding mm-hmm. too. So it was just a lot of like reconnecting people and also trying to convince them to move to Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> like you should come. It's lovely here. Yeah. Cool weather. It's nice. Um, but yeah, so that, that was a lot of that. And then just eating so much food. I was <laughs> and drinking so much wine. I was like a plump little raisin at the end of this, at the end of this trip. <laughs> it's like, I need to be juiced. Yeah. And then because we were in Texas, we had a chance to have an in-person fresh fiction events meeting Fabulous. and start or not start, but like continue planning for readers and readers, which mm-hmm. is going to be on um, November 12th of, uh, and it's like, it's wild to think that that is just around the corner. Um, but we're really excited because we're going to have eight different authors joining mm-hmm. us, including Charlene Harris, um, and Kathy Maxwell. And then we, um, are just going to like play fun games all day and eat yummy Tex-Mex and then just talk about books and be together. And like, I'm really, really looking forward to that. Cause we haven't had a chance to do readers and readers in person since 2019. Right. And so this is like our tiptoeing back in so that next year we can have a full weekend again and have more authors and have more yeah. readers and just really do it big. Like we used to, um, hopefully, I mean, as much as we can in a post pandemic world. I mean, that is, I mean, let's, first of all, like legendary author, Charlene Harris, mm-hmm. like that's bonkers. That's yeah. so cool. I'm so jealous. You know, I have a love hate relationship with readers and oh, readers no. because it is generally the same weekend as my anniversary or like the weekend we would celebrate. Mm-hmm. So I got, I mean, perhaps next year I will have to plan on it being, we'll celebrate the weekend before we'll see. We'll One talk of these about days. It. We'll get you, or we'll just be like, everybody come to Texas. That sounds like a nightmare for your anniversary. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) I'd much rather just be like, we're going to do a staycation in Chicago. Yeah. Right. No, Mm -hmm. that's what we end up. That's always what we end up doing. We just go to Chicago. Yeah. That's it. I'm just doing multiple events, all kinds of crazy things, work events, fresh fiction events, events. Oh my gosh. Until we blow up in the face, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) I hope not. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. which is a good transition for you because it's also incredibly busy yeah. the fall season at the bookshop. Right. Like I said, the fall, so the fall, I mean, I think a lot of people, especially readers, readers know this, but like all of the big books come out in like September and October yep. in anticipation of the holidays. They want them to be out. They want, especially independent bookstores. Like we love when authors do come and we can get stock signed because that autograph sticker looks really cool on like holiday gifts and stuff like that. So it is just, it is a busy time. Like I'm looking at my calendar and there is just so much going on. Like, and this is all public knowledge. I'm not like revealing anyone's Mm -hmm. events, but like, you know, this coming week we have like former UN ambassador Nikki Haley is coming to, oh, wow. you know, whether whatever you believe about her politics, you know, it's things pretty cool. have changed in the last week, but she is coming to the bookshop. 
you know, we've got kids events that are kind of starting to swing back into thing. We have Melissa Urban, who is one of the co or was the founder of Whole30. Like she's, mm-hmm. she wrote a book about boundary setting, which I was like, I'm working this event so I can learn about boundary setting. <laughs> and then like Food Network star, like Molly Ya is coming. Oh. She's oh, just cool. doing, she's just doing a signing line. She's not like talking or demonstrating or doing a demonstration, but yeah, yeah like I'm gonna, I'm working that event. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, but it, like I said, it's all, I mean, and that's just a few, like, I think in October it's like, oh, what days don't we have events? Right. So like oh. plan to do other things, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, I mean, it's like high profile authors. It's like people who are authors who people want to see and, you know, are coming to Naperville, Illinois or the surrounding area, which is really, really great. And, you know, it's something that's really special that Anderson gets to do. And, but also too, I get to like, see all of these like big new books before mm-hmm. anyone else sees them. Like, it's pretty fun to be like in the basement when, you know, we get a big like Harper Collins shipment, you know, it's pretty cool or whoever it is. So, so yeah, so that on the work front that, you know, it just kind of means like I'm working a little bit more than usual, which I am not used to, I'm used to kind of being home. This is like the first like really big, busy fall events schedule that I've worked. So that's, that's, it's been really interesting and like a learning curve a bit, you know? So Mm -hmm. there's that. And then I'm also kind of, I put impatiently working on, um, our waiting on the final verdict on book two revisions. You know, I mean, everyone knows publishing moves very slowly. And so my editor still has my book. So I just, I just want to know if it's done (laughs) or not, you know, and then I'm also waiting on what my agent thinks of the book. That's my option book, which means, you know, the book that will hopefully present to my publisher. And so I'm also trying to write something new, but it's all just very unwieldy. It kind of feels like right Mm -hmm. now. Um, because I am in such of like an in-between time, but I guess so much in the air right now. Yeah. yeah, I just have to kind of sit and like, let it happen. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's releasing the things you can't control. Like there's so much stuff out there that is out of your control at this point. And that is incredibly frustrating, but it's like different than the out of control feeling you feel when like a book does go out because that it's like, that is just that it is, it's no longer yours, you know, really. But like, this is like, I'm still like so close to both of these projects that it's just like, well, someone tell me what is going on. I want next steps, please. (laughs) Yes. I just, I, I would like to hear yes or no. So we can figure out what's next, but yeah. So it's just, but I thought because we are so busy and because we have so much going on, I thought a thing we could kind of chat about for a few minutes is what do we do when we get overwhelmed? Because I feel like we both have been overwhelmed the last like six weeks or so. Mm -hmm. So the thing that I do is I just make a lot of lists. I make like a big kind of like main list. And then I make like another list that's like secondary. And then Uh I usually have like a post-it on top of that, which is like what I absolutely have to get done. It's, it's, it's probably not healthy, but it works. I say it works (laughs) and it's all like on paper, which makes it real. That is the other thing. The other day, oh, one day, one day I had to kind of unexpectedly, I was able to do it. It's like fine because Anderson's is great and they let me work from home, but I needed to work from home. Oh, because I had a rent because I got rear-ended like a while ago and we finally got my car in, you know, the Mm. shop, but it was there forever. So, but like the mercy of both like the crash place and their schedule and the rental car company Uh schedule. So it was just a mess. So I was like, can I please work from home? They were like, yes, it's fine. But I didn't have my notebook. My work notebook was at work. And Mm -hmm. so 
I, my mom was like, and I was like complaining. I was like, I think I know what I need to do. And my mom was just like, oh, she's like, I thought you would have used an app or something. And I was like, no, we have to have paper. I can't, I can't do, I got to cross stuff out. Otherwise it doesn't happen to me. And then I also Mm -hmm. drink like just copious amounts of tea, so much tea, all the tea. I drink it. I drink it. And that is how I get through. What about you, Gwen? It's so funny. I was just thinking this morning about how like I haven't had tea in a very long time. Mm. And it's like, and it's only because I am too lazy to go to my tea shop and like replenish my tea. Yeah. No, (laughs) it just got to the right temperature for me because, you know, I had been like an iced coffee drinker Mm -hmm. over the summer, which was fueling my coffee addiction. Um, But now it's warm enough in the morning that I make, I'm making tea. So, but I was like, it's also like a transition back to like lower levels of caffeine, which is Mm -hmm. wild. It's a whole thing. Anyway, I I, get it. I'm sorry. Uh, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny. Like I could sit here and talk about lists all day. Cause I just yeah. love lists. Cause I'm also a list maker. And when I get like really panic monster heavy, I start doing this like bubble chart thing <laughs> where like, I'll put them all, like I'll put all my projects on and then I circle them and then I like make little spokes off and then I'll like yeah. make a second one. Cause I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't make enough room. So it turns into like a whole arts and crafts project. Yes. No, I do that too. Cause then it's like, and if I because I'll like make a general like kind of garbage list where Mm -hmm. it's just like everything and then I'll try to go and figure it out but it's like if I do one thing wrong then I have to start it over all over again yeah absolutely have to start all (laughs) over again and like my my uh, my uh, like um, affection for different types of notepads for different Mm -hmm. situations like right now I'm really into to a legal size because I'm like I need the space Mm -hmm. room need, need all that stuff and then I'm like have my little tiny notepad. Like it's a whole thing. Yeah. But yeah. So that's what I have had to do the last couple of days because mm-hmm. every day is new and you're still working on, you know, every project takes a little bit of, takes a lot longer than I always think it's going to take. I think I can get oh, it yes. all done in one day. I never can. And never, never learned <laughs> that that is not true. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, just trying to figure out the best ways to get through those things. And so right now it's just sort of a creative way. Maybe I'll bring some colored pencils into it next. Ooh. Um, but I've also been journaling. I got a lot more, um, in the mornings just to kind of help get ideas out. One thing I went to the office this week and I realized when I go, I like to get there early before everybody else. So I can have a little time to myself to settle yes. in. But then when my coworkers come in, I like attack them, not like physically or anything, but right. I have a lot of things <laughs> to tell them. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, you need, so I've started writing down like things to talk to your coworkers about so that you're not overwhelming them. <laughs> so when I drive on the bus ride to, to work the other day. I was like, these are the topics you can talk to people. about. <laughs> oh my God. That's great. <laughs> so I was prepared. And then of course, no one came into the office that day. So mm. all my talking points were for nothing. Oh you're getting goodness. them now. You're getting all my talking points. And stuff. Yes. Love it. Um, yeah. So that's helping. And then also just taking an afternoon walk, uh, mm-hmm. that we had one day between getting home from Texas and picking up Aria. And we have really gotten into use, really got in the habit of taking four, four walks a day, like two long ones and two short ones. Mm-hmm. And so we're sitting at home and we're like, well, where are we going to go for a walk? What are we going to do? Like what's yeah. happening? And it's because like, I've just gotten used to it. And I, mm-hmm. that's like very helpful for the cleansing part. And then also just TV, lighting candles, watching, watching reality television. Like yeah. Those are the things that can also help when I feel overwhelmed. I love it. No, those are good things. Those are all good. Yeah. You need like that mindless bit of something when you're mm-hmm. doing just so much. Yeah. 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 Totally. 
you know, even if it's just like not on and you just have it in the background and you're like mm-hmm. green colors, like that's what I'll do sometimes. I don't even have the, I don't even have the audio on. Yeah. That's really great. Alrighty. So let's talk about some exciting stuff. Cause again, we're super busy, but we also have things to look forward to. Yes. Um, so yeah, Gwen, what is up next for you that you're looking forward to? Yeah. Well, I'm going to do another plug for readers and readers. Cause we, now that it's like so close and it feels so real and everything is really coming together. Like, I'm just so excited to be back together with readers and it's going to be a small, a smaller one this year. We're only planning for like 50 people, which Mm -hmm. is so cool. Like how intimate that experience is going to be for those readers and having that one-on-one time with all those authors. Um, so I'm just really looking forward to November 12th for that reason. And, um, yeah, like it's, it's probably the most exciting thing that I, now that I've done my tower bridge event for work, for, for the lawyers, like, yeah, for my reader pals, I'm like, so, so stoked about that and getting to talk to those authors. Yeah. That's going to be so fun. Yeah. Then what about you? Yeah. So later this month, I will be back at Love Sweet Arrow in conversation with friend of the pod, Denise Mm -hmm. Williams. Um, She lives not too far from me and we are, I mean, she's a a state away, but we have been trying to like figure something out because, you know, we both, we like, we've talked and when we talked to her, you know, we kind of write similarly not the same because everyone's different obviously but we have needed a reason to hang out and so yes for the release of her book do you do you take this man she is coming to the chicagoland area so we are going to do like a fun in conversation we've been making plans it's been we're having a lot of fun it's going to be a really great event so if you're in chicagoland come on october 22nd to love sweet arrow it's going to be really great um And then something that I just kind of stumbled across like a week ago, um, there's an author named Clarabelle Ortega or Clarabelle Ortega. And I think she writes YA and maybe middle grade, but she's starting a kind of, it's like, I think a a response to NaNoWriMo Mm -hmm. National Novel Writing Month, which can be a bit intense. Yeah. Um, And I think this is especially important to think about, I think for people maybe who are is like kind of in the publishing journey, whether they are already published or whatever they're working towards, like they know this published book is coming. Your schedule gets a little bit like, again, I've said unwieldy so many times, but it does get unwieldy because Mm -hmm. you have the promo and you have the deadlines and you have the writing, you know, that you actually need to do. But so she started kind of a hashtag. It's finish your book fall, like finish you are book fall. Um, and, and it's like, kind of just, it's like a gentle writing schedule. And like, I printed it out. It's like on my wall next to my, my laptop, but there's like every month or so every few weeks, maybe there's kind of like a check-in and it's really not like, what's your word count? Did you hit it? Did you do that? It's like, where are you in this project? how's it going? And there's going to be like stuff on Twitter and Instagram and you can follow the hashtag. And I think it's going to, it's like a very nice motivating thing to like get you to write, but not feel so much pressure. I think that a lot of people, not ever, some people really thrive during NaNoWriMo. I have thrived exactly one time and it's <laughs> now published. Maybe mm-hmm. that's a sign. I don't know, but, um, I'm really looking forward to this and I think it's yeah. a genius thing. So I wanted to give Clarabelle like the, her credit because I yeah. think it's a genius idea. So it'll I be a lot too. of fun. And it's so nice too, because I think like, to your point, everybody is in different places with their journey and mm-hmm. like, 
especially when you are in your phase where you yes. have, you're in that, like having to make another book. It's not like yes. the excitement of, I have my first book. It's like, now I'm, mm-hmm. this is my career and I have yeah. to keep doing it. And so every time it's going to take a different motivation to get you through mm-hmm. that book. And yeah. like, that's, that's so cool. I love that. Yeah. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. That's what I've got coming up. Now that we're all caught up, we're going to take a quick break and we will come back with our wonderfully witchy interview with Celestine Martin. Welcome to the Fresh Fiction Podcast, Celestine. Thank you so much. We are so happy to have you here to talk about your debut novel, Witchful Thinking. Congratulations, by the way. Let's start with the, let's start with the fictional small town of Freya Grove. Can you tell us a little bit about your inspiration for this place of magic? Um, my hometown of Asbury Park <laughs> is inspiration for Freya Grove. It's kind of a mixture of the short towns that I grew up in, that I went to school in. And so Freya Grove, I took like a little bit from Ocean Grove, a little bit from Belmar, a little bit from Asbury Park to kind of create the world of Freya Grove. And also I said, I did research like magical spaces Mm because I also love geography and this idea that there are certain spaces in the world that just hold a certain magic. And so I said, well, what if I made this place a threshold, like a liminal zone? It's between the earth and the sky, the land and the sea. So since it was a liminal zone, it was a threshold that it would have a natural magic and kind of be a well for magic. And so that's how it was. And this magic happens here. You move here. You want to tap into that natural magic. And so that was kind of the inspiration for creating it because I love paranormal romance but I was reading Paranormal Romance and I was just like, well, what if I did this? What if I played around with this? What if I wanted to do that? And so Freya Grove was born out of a need to create just kind of the space where I'm just like, magic is here. It exists. People accept Mm -hmm. it. Get over it. And that was kind of (laughs) the inspiration for Freya Grove and just started creating things. And I'm like I said, geography, academic history nut. I got a book called The Jersey Shore from mm-hmm. Rutgers University Press, also graduate Rutgers, go are you. And so I was like, I love this book. And I was highlighting, underlining it and creating a sense of history where mm-hmm. the place was very important to me because those towns are old. Like there are parts mm-hmm. of that town that the of New Jersey that have been around since the Revolutionary War. Yeah. And so I was just like, Incredible. I want a place that has just existed for a long time and people come and go. They settle there. They they stay as long as they need. And some families stay for generations. Some people stay for a mm-hmm. season, you know, and that's how it goes that's my inspiration for it awesome yeah I I mean is there anything better than like a small town romance and then you add magic on top of that like it's just (laughs) great it's the perfect setting I really I adore it I loved Freya Grove so hearing about your inspiration is just really cool um so our main character Lucy she lives a really comfortable life And she and some of her family members, you know, they get together and they cast these witch wishes. Um, And this wish kind of upends her expected day-to-day routine. It goes a little, you know, it, it, the wish does kind of fulfill itself, but it also isn't what she expected. So why did you want to push Lucy so far out of her comfort zone? Because... I felt that she needed to be shaken up. 
Hmm. definitely Lucy's inspired by me because when I was like, <laughs> on the cusp because when I first started writing the book I was 29 mm-hmm. and you know I was getting those emails from the alumni organization like tell us what yeah. you've done and I'm like I got nothing for you I'm gonna <laughs> turn 30 I'm doing this x y and z <laughs> and that was like when I first started like I'm going to go because I had let go mm-hmm. of writing and I was just like, no, I'm not going to write. But then I needed writing. And so yeah. I actually did 30 events for 30 days for my 30th birthday. Cool. And it went crazy. I was like, I'm going to treat myself to a fancy dinner. Got food poisoning. <laughs> was like, no. Oh, oh, no. I was like, oh, my gosh. God, God, it was bad. And it's like, oh, I'm going to, you know, enter this contest I'm gonna do all the stuff completely came in last place I'm like all right okay so <laughs> I did 30 things that were out of my comfort zone yeah. and then, by the time I got to 30 I was like all right it's gonna be okay it's gonna yeah. be all right. So right it was saying seeing that through my character and being like all right well if I had to do it again how would I do it mm-hmm. and I was like okay what if we sprinkle a little bit magic in there what if we give her the summer that she's always secretly wanted but was afraid to go for you know kiss that merman sing that song bake that cake <laughs> yeah I wanted her to have the summer that would get her saying you know what I'm gonna take more risks What's yeah. the biggest risk of all? Falling in love. You don't know if it's going to work out, but it's going to work out because, yeah. you know, if you put your heart into it and you're like, you know what? We were together, like my mother says, for a season, a reason, and a lifetime, you know? Mm. And so That's I want wonderful. That. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to quote her a lot, but yeah. I felt like I wanted that for Lucy. And I felt like, like, as you start to see her come out of her shell, shake out, it's not too late to grow and change and to take risks. But for her, it was a sadder year, which for me was a, like a tumultuous year. And for her, mm-hmm. it's like, I got to do something. I got to grow. So what am, what am I going to have to show for my life? And so that's it. Now she's going to definitely have more adventures. And when we see her in subsequent books, fingers crossed mm-hmm. yeah. um, you'll you're gonna see that that same spark in her even though her wishes come true she's still carrying on like all right I'm gonna do something fun you know what mm-hmm. oh Alex is gonna challenge me to do this I'm gonna do that so that's why I wanted her to get her out of her zone because I know that she would have been content but mm-hmm. there was a certain amount of joy she had to grab for herself mm-hmm. so I wanted her to have that give grab that joy the joy just happened to be with Alex so. <laughs> That is awesome. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, man, speaking of Alex, you know, he comes from a family of mer people and he's also a renowned photographer and afraid of being tied down to one place, which I imagine all mer people would have that same problem. Um, What do you think being a merman adds to his character journey? He appreciates the value of home. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. because moving around having the childhood that he did and then when his family like settles in Fragro for the reason I provide the fact that there's magic there and the fact mm-hmm. that he could see himself being here and being happy and making a life for himself because he actually he's going to get a job and he doesn't get the mm-hmm. you know spoiler he, <laughs> he does go out for that you know he yeah. he sees the application he picks a job that is pretty much just like you know you're gonna stay here at least for a year for mm-hmm. academics academic year right mm-hmm. and so he values that so when he gets that and he's there and the more important part was that 
they could go wherever they need to go. They need to grow where they go. Because uh, of course, for those who are going to read the book, you'll find out their journey is together no matter where they're at. So mm-hmm. whatever dreams she has, because she has a wish that's going to take her away, but she's going to come back home and he has to feel secure. I feel like being a merman and because he doesn't always have that home, yeah. having that home, creating a home, making a home yeah. and being safe and saying like, she's, she's part of this. She's part of the life that we've created, not just me, but we've created. So I feel like he's going to appreciate it. He's definitely going to appreciate it. And, and like I said, you're going to see, like I said, you're going to see more of him. Yeah. And he's going to, mm-hmm. he's going to start feeling himself, especially. <laughs> so I do want to do like, Hey, look, these characters are still around. <laughs> That's how I feel. I feel like home. He's going to cherish home because, you know, you can have a house, but have a mm-hmm. home, to have yeah. something, something deeper. Come. Yes, it is. Like, I love the fact that I love coming home. You know, mm-hmm. like even when I'm out running my errands, I'm like, I just want to go home. I want to see my daughter <laughs> being yeah. silly. I want to see my husband listen to another one of his creepy podcasts. Like, <laughs> right? Yeah. And so I wanted Alex to yearn for that, not know how to get it, but then eventually get it through mm-hmm. work, through actually mm-hmm. investing in whatever he has with Lucy. And so that's what I feel. Love it. Yeah. You know, this, your answer made me think of something that I didn't include in the questions, but I really did love like the home renovation portion of this mm-hmm. book. I don't want to give away too much of it, but it's so cute and great and fun. And like, what, like, what was your research for kind of learning how someone creates a home for somebody mm-hmm. else? Oh my goodness. A lot of HGTV. <laughs> Yep, <laughs> a lot of HGTV, and I said when I because I, I was like, oh, I'm gonna sign up for Discovery Plus just because I wanted to see a show, and yeah. I ended up rewatching like all the seasons of Design Star. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah, <laughs> and I was just like, oh my gosh, <laughs> David Barnstead, you had this in the bag all the way back. <laughs> <in there." laughs> I love that. And so, well, you would have to actually do this. And also weird, weird, random author fact. I love getting paint chips mm. from the store and just using the names in some type of story. Yeah. Oh, neat. That's yeah. fun. Oh, yeah. And like trying to figure out like, okay, where can I put this? And where can I put yeah. that? Because all those paints in the story, those are real colors. And I was just like, <laughs> okay, those are real colors. Great. Wonderful. It's like looking I on love a that. Oh yeah, I love like little things like that. So a lot of HGTV and also thinking about there's like have to be personal touches mm-hmm. to the house. It's not going to be yeah. like you could have easily been like, all right, I'm gonna go to IKEA. No shade to IKEA because it comes in handy, right? Mm-hmm. But you could just go like, okay, I'll take that setting and not even think about it. Yeah. He's like, I don't want to do that. I live that minimalist lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I live that. Okay, let's just pick this. He's a he's a merman. You know, he likes <laughs> treasures. He would love to be in Ariel's Grotto. He would be. Yeah. Like, oh, he likes old things. He likes history because I mean, you know, the history of a mer person goes all the way back to the Romans, Greeks. Oh my goodness, possibly the Egyptians. I have to look at my research, but I mean, it's a uh, it's a very primordial tale. Mm-hmm. The the fact the relationship of man's relationship with the mm-hmm. ocean because it's yeah. it's everywhere. You can't avoid it, and especially the relationship with water. 
And so he's going to be about creating a space that reflects him and reflects mm-hmm. him on the inside and the outside. So a lot of HGTV, a lot of design shows, and they're just <laughs> going into paint stores and being like, huh, I think a merman would like that color. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. I love that I love so it. much. Um, so one of our most popular episodes from the Fresh Fiction Podcast is from last year. Around the same time of year, we interviewed fellow witchy romance author Lana Harper, who wrote Payback's a Witch and From Bad to Cursed. Yes, yeah, she's the best. Um, but we are obsessed with witches. The reason that is one of our most popular episodes is because we just wax poetic about uh-huh. our love of pop culture witches. So we are dying to know who are some of your favorite pop culture yes. witches. Oh my gosh. We're ready. I'm ready with my pen. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Well, let's start off. Of course, my first witch had to be, oh boy, had to be the teen witch. Yeah. Mm, mm-hmm. so like yes is it robin oh my goodness was it Ro- i know her name she's the sister is it is robin, robin lively? lively yeah robin lively because my mom is huge 80s paranormal romantic comedy fan it was a paranormal <laughs> romance and it came out in the 80s or 90s or my mom was watching it. oh we yeah. were watching she's like Stop cleaning. We're going to sit down. We're going to watch this. (laughs) I'd sit and watch it with her. So Mm -hmm. that's one of my favorite wishes because her wishes were just so like, I want to, you know, I want to be, get the popular guy. I want to like myself. And and it was just like innocent wishes. Like, oh no, I actually turned my brother into a dog. I was like, I can relate to that. So those were my first ones. Oh, my brother's a sweetheart. I wouldn't tell him to turn a dog. I would just, I would probably get him to like, I want my brother to have a romantic comedy. I want him Aww, to that's sweet. That's so sweet. Oh, yeah. Right. He sprinkles some glitter on him, and then he's like, oh, no, he won a million dollars. Whatever will he do? <laughs> so I know it would be nice for him. Um, I Then you have that kind of weird period, like, because in the 90s, you're just like, we had some good witches mm-hmm. good witches yes we had the craft yeah, oh my yeah. gosh we had the craft and then we had the return my i love og charmed love yes. og charmed i was mm-hmm. like at first i was like oh i love phoebe then i was like you know piper was right piper were right about everybody <laughs> piper crew depending on the episode depending yeah on the episode. sure sure um, Paige, <laughs> i felt like she she had a long uphill battle of course yeah. stuff. so and of course practical magic I oh mean, for sure mm-hmm. yes i was just like yes practical magic i mean there i don't think there's not a single person who loves witches who's like oh i don't like practical magic no you like practical magic. no you love facts. Are mm-hmm. like, you, you you know it it's just like when it was on tubi the other day i was like <laughs> how long can my toddler sleep so i can watch watch practical <laughs> magic yeah oh yeah so I loved it and then you had kind of like the pullback of witches Mm -hmm. at least in pop culture and you started to see more diverse witches but then they didn't allow them to have fun where's the fun of it you know where's like I'm gonna cast a love spell oh no or I accidentally cast a money spell I won the lotto but the numbers (laughs) disappeared which was an episode of chart and so you had less fun and there was just this idea of like well what happened to the fun of witches and then of course 
I am my niece. Oh, she loves Good Witch. She loves Good Witch. Oh like, yeah, oh, Good Witch is so cute. Yeah. And I was like, oh my goodness. But then my niece was like, I don't see any black witches on Good Witch. I'm like, yeah. oh, dagger in the heart. Yeah. And I understand location. I get it. Understand this whole thing. But I was like, well, what if I made my own version of that? What if I made yeah. Fairy Grove where it's like, you know, you're here, you're magic. And it sounds like Olive Garden right now, but, <laughs> but I wanted to do something like that where, you know, and the magic is just, you know, warm, inviting. It's part of who you are. It's in your blood. It's not like anything where it's like, you can't have magic because you're X, Y, and Z. Right. I wanted it to be, you. it's a choice. You get to choose your magic. You, you can pick up magic. So I, you know, I'm going to become a witch or, you know what? I feel connected to this element or I can, yeah. can I feel connected to this craft. You can just pick up that craft. Cause like mm-hmm. I said, if fingers crossed, <laughs> I have so many other ideas and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can do this and I can do that. Mm-hmm. I can do that. And I know that I'm when I'm excited about an idea, I'm like, yeah, I want to do this. So that was like my long history of witches and i would say shout out to bonnie bennett vampire diaries i wish mm-hmm. you got to do more yeah other than save elena and <laughs> i know it's a controversial statement i'm gonna get some ads that's fine but i will say that i want her to do some more that's all yeah <laughs> i wanted so much more for bonnie oh for sure um, do you have a fan cast for Lucy and or Alex, like anybody who you kind of had in mind while you were writing your book? Winston Duke. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, there Total was babe. one picture of him <laughs> in the Caribbean Ocean. I was like, yes, sir. Gorgeous. <laughs> Gorgeous man. Yes. Um, hmm. Maybe Nicole Berry. Oh yeah, I could see that. Oh yeah, yeah. So those are those are the two. Awesome. Yeah, those are fun. I love that. Yeah, that's great. Can't wait to watch it. Like, right? Out of the right? Yes. I was like, I like this. Let's keep putting it out. This sounds like great casting. Let's make it happen. <laughs> well, um, if you could cast a wish for the Caraway witches, which would it? What would it be? And we can all answer this. So you know, let's all make a fun. Which wish? Oh my gosh. That's a big one. I have to think about it because I want them, I want them to embrace their happily ever afters. That's yeah. what I want for each one of them, for everyone in the family, you know, just like embrace it because the next book, because I drafted out the next book. Mm-hmm. I know this one, she's gonna be fighting it. <laughs> hard but there's a reason why I'm building up that history but to embrace it because life is so short and happily ever afters are like just so few and far in between many times but people don't realize it so yeah. you have to grasp it yeah you do I really like loved their connection to the past in a way like they were always remembering the witches before them so I, w- I would love for them to like learn more about that I'd love to explore that a bit more <laughs> yeah no one can see it but she's making a face <laughs> that says maybe that's gonna happen <laughs> it will that's why I'm just like yay love it I just want more love so this is perfect so let's yeah. make more love in the world <laughs> yeah 
Okay, cool. So a question that we ask everyone who comes on the show, because it's something Gwen and I take very seriously, but it's what is bringing us joy or bringing us comfort? It can be anything from a recipe or a show you're watching or something you did, you know, you went outside or whatever, but what is something that has bringing you joy and or comfort? Oh my goodness. I'm a planner babe I love doing a planner I love doing a layout I love like creating like oh this week the theme is gonna be junk food and putting all my (laughs) junk food stickers in there yeah just doing it because when I was when I was pregnant with my daughter I was just there was a lot of a lot of anxiety behind that and so and it's like a lot of things out out of your control but I can control the planner I control this (laughs) same thing with the pandemic oh okay another week another layout more stickers <laughs> so that gave me comfort and I go back and I just look at the things that happened and I looked at the things that like occurred and it's really become kind of like a visual journal of mm-hmm. what's happened and cool. that just came accidentally right right and so it gives me comfort or like look at all the stuff you've been able to just kind of make it through and to deal with and just kind of like you know be honest about it so that's what gives me comfort because I used to journal but then I was getting so into my own head that I had to yeah. step out and so it was just like all right what's one way that I can still have that journaling effect but then not be so caught up in my own head and kind of like cycling through just thoughts 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 and I was just like, all right well I'm going to plan so I do plan a lot of planner stuff and I've talked to my fellow romance writers and they're just like are you a planner person I'm a planner person oh, oh, oh. Like, <laughs> so what kind of stickers do you have and it's just yeah like, <laughs> I was about to ask about some stickers <laughs> oh my gosh it was just like my husband's like I will if you finish this draft I will buy you stickers I was like I'm done He's like, what stickers would you like <laughs> yeah like, yes Ooh, that's the, a great motivator oh my gosh I yeah. love that good love language <laughs> that's so great well um what's coming up next for you book two (laughs) book two book two two is like it's drafted first zero draft it's out um i have a lot of speaking engagements um i'm gonna be at comic-con next week that's amazing. That just got announced. I'm on a witchy panel, leaning into the witchy. So for those who are going to Comic-Con, New York City Comic-Con, mm-hmm. I'll be there and also be signing. That was just like, oh, you just look at the infograph. Oh, I'll be doing that. That's, That's nice. fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> so it's um, a lot of interviews, a lot of promotion, and just really everyone who ever just like is reaching out to me on Instagram just saying I enjoyed your book it was what it is it was adorable and I was like good I wanted it to be adorable because when I was writing it I was just like I want people to be like you know what that was like a nice cup of tea Mm -hmm. yes nice cup of tea just like all right I needed that just to kind of warm myself up because I was like I just need that so I I knew I needed it I knew other people needed it and so the response has been really overwhelming and beautiful my friends texting me like your book is on the way yeah (laughs) awesome oh that's so great um so we are surprisingly at the end of our interview that flew by this was such a joy but before we let you go where can our listeners contact you and connect with you online 
um, my website, CelestineMartin.com. Also, um, my Instagram page is Celestine Martin Author. It's just one. Celestine Martin Writes is inactive, okay. but it's just, just moving people over and going to shut that down towards the end of the year. Um, yeah, my Twitter page is the most active because I always like seeing people's uh, beautiful aesthetic boards and being like, ooh, I want to make one. Um, it's <laughs> Jelly Bean Ray. At, uh, at Twitter. And so that's where I'm mainly at. So. Yeah. Oh, this was such a delight. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. We really, really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I appreciate you. it. it was <laughs> wonderful. Anytime we can have a chance to chat about witches and the yes. world where magic is just part of society. Yeah. Like, I love, I just, I love when we just like establish that and move on and then the people can have their own drama and it has nothing to do with like discovering their abilities. Right. It's just like, oh yeah. And he's a merman. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, cool. Great. I yeah. love it. I, her book was really like, if you want a witchy, a fun, light, like seriously, like lighthearted witchy read, you cannot go wrong with witchful thinking. I've like flew through it. It was great. Yeah. It really on reminds a, me yeah. of like um, the author Candace Havens. She had yeah. a lot of those like really sweet, fluffy, mm-hmm. uh, witchy books, which were so fun. Yeah. And still sexy. It was sexy. And still sexy. Yeah. Yeah. So that's uh, interesting because, you know, normally I make romance authors talk about writing sex scenes and I didn't mm. with Celestine. That's funny. I just thought that. Anyway, <laughs> let's talk goals. What was your goal from last time? So last time was to drink more water. Yeah. And um, I think I did well. I had to do the whole trick of get a fun new water bottle, mm-hmm. put things in it, make, we got a new fridge finally. So like that allowed us to have uh, water out of the, out of the actual like freezer side. So that's been yeah. really helpful. Um, but yeah, it's just, just trying to drink as much as possible. And being in the airports is really helpful because they all have yeah. that machine that fills mm-hmm. up the water really easily. Yeah. So yes, I will say I drank my water. Yeah. That's great. Okay. My goal last time was to do some ongoing social media planning. And yes. Mm. So I think I'm doing most of it, but I actually, I'm like, I may start doing more on Twitter. I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, but if you follow at D Jackson Books on Instagram, I'm pretty much doing monthly contests on like the month anniversary of when the accidental pinup came up. So on July 19th. So every 19th I do a giveaway. I've done a giveaway with the Romance Landia shop, which does like the cool Romance Landia sticker club. And I, so I've given away a bunch of stickers and a signed copy of my book. This last month I did a giveaway for Hannah's book end of the day, which I'm getting like, I'm getting it signed and personalized, Mm -hmm. um, this weekend, and then I will send it off to the winner. Um, and then, so later this month, I may or may not be doing another signed giveaway with Denise Williams and her new book. We'll see what happens, but yeah, doing that. And then also I've decided to do kind of just like an update of like recent reads. I yeah. read a ton, but I've also been having fun. Cause like Ivy, my daughter and I are usually reading something together, like before bed. So I like, I've included those and you know, whatever graphic novels I'm like flying through and then whatever I get to look at, at the bookshop really, really early, which is really awesome. So, so those are the kind of the two things that I've been doing a little bit more and it's been fun. It's like something that I do semi-regularly. The, the contest is every month, the recent reads, I think I'm just kind of spreading 
getting out. So yeah, so I think I I did my goal. <laughs> yeah, I love it. And as a as an audience member, I've been mm-hmm. seeing your content and it looks yeah. Great. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. So cool, cool, cool. Okay, what is your new goal, Gwen? All right. So my new goal, I'm putting this out there and my husband is in the room with me, so he might chuckle, (laughs) but, um, it is to pack up and move to a new apartment. Oh my gosh. Fingers crossed. (laughs) Yeah. We, um, there's, there's an apartment literally in the same floor as us down the hall that is on the opposite side that is, has been available for months. Uh-huh. Months. And is now it's more, it has more square footage than ours. And it's mm-hmm. now like comparable mm-hmm. to our rent price. Nice. So we went and looked at it. Danielle, this whole apartment is all brand new fixtures, brand new floors, you beautiful go. view. Yeah. I don't understand why it's not moving. And so oh, we're weird. like, we're like, is it, is it time? And it's such an easy move. Cause it's just like down yeah. the hall. <laughs> so we'll see. It's of course, moving always makes a decision, but I feel like that's my goal. And so next episode, I'll probably be talking about, yes, I am packing up and moving yeah. to the apartment. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. That's so great. I feel like you just moved. Oh, we did. We just moved in April. So okay. it's, yeah, was, like this okay. is, a, this is not necessary. <laughs> it's like, am I going crazy? You no, just, no, no, you're not. You just went this <laughs> one. We just did this. Now I'm addicted. I'm like, you're never getting me out uh, of this building, making my way to the penthouse. <laughs> that's so funny. I love it. Assuming that your goal is not to pack up and move to a new apartment. No, but it's, it's similar kind of, and I'll explain why. So one of my oldest and dearest friends is having a baby. And so I'm hosting her baby shower and it, I'm hosting it with her sister. It was supposed to be at one location, but that kind of fell through. So now it's Mm. going to be at my house and it's going to be just a bunch of people that I think like a portion of them I've maybe met like twice. The rest of them are all strangers. So I feel like I do have to clean like my, at least the entire first floor of my house has Mm -hmm. to be spotless because I don't know these people. Yeah, Uh, exactly. But also on the other hand, I was like, I don't know these people and I'll probably never see them again. So like, who cares? But (laughs) no, I want my house to look nice. So yeah. yeah, So that is what I'm doing next, next weekend. I will be doing that. Um, so yeah, I have the next week to get ready. But oh it's, it's going to be fun. We're really, she's very excited. Mm. We're excited for her and it's just, it's, it's really great. Are so, you going to have silly games or are you? No. Gonna, okay, good. When, yeah, the games are the worst. Yeah. <laughs> I know you, that's why I Thank wanted to you. ask, but I wasn't sure. Maybe they were like, I love games. It's funny is that if, and I, I'm going to say this with love because my friend who we're doing this for, like, if the roles were reversed, like if she had been in charge of my shower, like she totally would have had dumb games uh-huh. and I would have been so mad at her mm-hmm. and I would have told her and she would have been like, but it's funny. Like, that's how she is. Like, she's yeah, like, it's so silly. But it's so funny. It's okay. <laughs> Poop and diapers. And I'm like, yeah. no, it's not. We're just, we're not we'll just that. take that ribbon and wrap it around you and show your yeah, friends no, how big you are. And it's that. Like, yeah, no, and I don't want it. Thankfully. <laughs> her sister and I are very much on the same wavelength. Like we're just like, okay, they can do like a trivia game. Yeah, exactly. Baby shower bingo, like things where they don't have to yell things out except for bingo. (laughs) That's it. Nothing else. (laughs) We're very much like, okay, well I'll just chit chat and hang out. It'll be great. Yeah, exactly. We'll just sit in a circle and open presents. That sounds great to me. (laughs) We have some fun stuff planned. So I think it's going to, she's going to be really happy and feel celebrated and loved. And that's the whole point of baby showers. Yeah. Can't wait to hear it goes. 
The other thing though, we, we were, we're kind of like, oh God. And then people just want to see her open gifts. Like we were like, why is that appealing? Like we oh. just don't understand, but that is like the point of the baby shower. Like, yeah. I don't understand. It's um, so funny you say that. Cause when, that was like the worst <laughs> part about my wedding shower. Yes. I was like, I don't want to sit around and have you guys watch me open presents. Like I, I, oh, this is like yeah. a big ongoing, like boomer millennial thing because like my parents, and my in-laws, like at every one of Ivy's like birthday parties, they expect her to like open the gifts, but Ivy has no interest in it. Like, in fact, it like, like, she's like, I don't want to do that. I want to go hang out with my friends. Like, and that, you know, and, and like, yeah, so it's just, I don't know if it is quite that, you know, literal, but it's just like, I feel like that's one of those. I was like, you were such a boomer. Like, I feel like, yeah, exactly. (laughs) When we have it going conversation about opening gifts in front of people like and no it makes one- sense though too because like if we go back in time and think of our birthday parties mm-hmm. and we had to go through it and it's like I hated doing it as a kid yeah. I wanted to eat pizza and mm-hmm. have my unicorn cake and jump in the pool because I was here for a pool party yes exactly totally they're anyway. gonna do a great job I can't wait Thank to you. hear how the present opening goes in front of everybody it'll be Fine. Okay, Gwen. Oh my gosh. What's bringing you comfort this week? Oh, this one I was so excited about because I desperately miss it now that it's been a week removed, but I'm going to say it was all the delicious Tex-Mex and Texas barbecue that I got to have last week when we were visiting family, but specifically Tex-Mex from Chewy's. I say that because I think that's a pretty big brand that a lot of Mm -hmm. states have other than the Washington state. All the Tex-Mex that I could possibly stuff into my belly. And then yeah. my mom, my mom was very sweet. She's like, made sure we had all the food that I love to have the entire week that I was there. And I was like, mom, that's so nice. That is so, nice. Yeah. So she, we all said the barbecue and I was just like, heaven, perfect. Wonderful. Yum, yum, yum. Yeah. What about you? Okay. So I'm really leaning into like the witchiness of fall. Yes. Um, I... So in fact, this, I feel like this is like the Hannah Ernest episode, even though we also talked to Celestine Martin, but I keep talking about her, but Hannah and I, we did an event at Love Sweet Arrow over the summer. Like I kind of put together a panel of, or like a group of authors. Cause it really was just like a meet and greet. Yeah. Um, and she had the brilliant idea to bring her Oracle deck, which is similar to tarot, but different. And I don't still don't really know the difference, but this got me interested because it's more like I mean, it's very, it's a little woo woo, but I like it because it's just like more of it. It's become like a ritual for me, but yeah. So I got an Oracle deck. I got one. It's called the Amenti Oracle feather heart deck. It's really pretty. I'm holding it up. for Like, yeah, sorry guys. It's so beautiful, but we'll put it in the show notes. (gasps) Yeah. And then the cards are all beautiful. Like today, my Oracle deck was, I create harmony and then it comes with a little book and you read, you like, you like think about it. And it's yeah. like, you could, could you apply it to what's going to happen or maybe what has already happened? And so then I got thinking about tarot and I thought that's really cool. So I got the modern witch tarot deck, which is really cool. it's tarot, but they're like modern witches. Like they look yes. like they take 
they're like from the present day and they're very representative of different body sizes. I will say, and it's one of the things that people say online is that, you know, being a witch doesn't just mean being a woman. Like there, so there are a few, there are like a few, I think that are kind of male presenting. The cards are really pretty, although you last. And so I, so I do the Amenti Oracle. I do the Oracle in the morning and then I do tarot at night. I mean, last night I drew the tower card, which is kind of terrifying. So mm. I'm go through something, but I, I drew it. This is getting way too into it, but I drew, I it, drew upside it upside down. down. So it mean the opposite. I don't know. I don't know what's hmm. going on. But if um, you're bringing harmony today and yeah, something, I mean, you're, you're going into something like event could, today. Yeah, I mean, you know? going through like a busy event time. So yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, is, I don't read too far into it, but it is like kind of something, it's like a nice way to start the day. And it's also a nice way to kind of end yes. the day. Like I literally do it like, after I take my shower, before I like really turn on my email or open up my email and look at it, like I do the Oracle and then like literally right before I go to bed, I do the tarot and that's fantastic. And it's been fun. It's been, you know, who knows what it all means, but sometimes it feels like it's very spot on. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes like the other day I got one, I'm trying to remember which Oracle card I drew, but I like really needed to hear it. It was like, I respect like others property, but then it really isn't like just, it's like property, like thoughts or property yeah. or like things that people need to get done. Like it was very, it was like, I was like, oh, you're right. I'm not the only one who's busy. Like I need yes. to be respectful of that. So yeah, it was like, sometimes it really works. Sometimes I'm like, I don't know what the yeah. five of pentacles means. Like, does this apply to my life? No, not really. But <laughs> puts anyway. it back in the puts it back in the deck, pulls it again. Yeah, I right. Love this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I pulled the tarot deck, and it is or the tower, the tower from the tarot, and it's like that is like usually like I mean, there's like people falling out of a burning building and being impaled. Like I'm like I don't know if I want that, but I left it. I will sit with it, and we will see what happens. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. I love yeah. it. As we round out our conversation about being busy and things that keep us mm-hmm. over, make us overwhelmed and how we cope with our overwhelm yeah. moments. It's like these grounding self-care yes, uh, internalization moments that we have Literally. that really help us sort of just be full humans. Yep. I agree. It's, and it's fun too. And they're pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're so pretty. I was like, so pretty. So pretty. <laughs> yeah. They're really pretty. That brings us to the end, Danielle. It's the saddest part. Oh, of, our, wow. of our chat, but we're both, you know, we both have things to do today. I cannot yeah. wait to hear how your book club goes to see this afternoon. Um, but in the meantime, you can always follow us on all the socials at fresh fiction. You can find me at real Vixen and Danielle, where can people find and you? I'm at D Jackson books. Follow me for those giveaways. <laughs> Yay. You can email us directly at podcast at freshfiction.com. And you can please rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends, add us on your favorite podcast app. We really appreciate it. And we will talk to you guys next time.